Freedom, man. That's what it's all about. You've got to groove on freedom, like the good book says. listening to what on earth is happening this show will discuss the topics of human consciousness mind control natural law the occult and all issues that affect the freedom of the people of earth what on earth is happening will endeavor to shine light upon the darkness of our world and to offer empowering solutions to the problems we face as humanity approaches its critical moment of choice. And now, here is your host, Mark Passio. Welcome one and all, you're listening to What on Earth is Happening right here on Republic Broadcasting. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. The network's website, republicbroadcasting.org. Today is Saturday, January 24th, 2015. This show is live every Saturday evening from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Time. That's 9 p.m. to midnight Central Time. We have a very enlightening show planned for you here tonight. We're going to be talking about what I consider to be one of the elephants in the room, so to speak. Mind control that is specifically designed for and targeted against women. Which has fomented the war between the sexes that is raging in our society And I'm going to specifically, over the next many weeks, be getting into this uh, topic. And I'm going to be exposing the neo-feminist agenda as a eugenics operation. A phrase that I began to coin last week, which I'm actually going to uh, give a a new uh, phrase coining this week for. I, I said last week that I was going to call this operation epigenetic eugenics, meaning eugenics that is waged epigenetically through mind control against an entire population. Well, I'm going to shorten this. I'm going to truncate it a little bit, and I'm going to come up with a new uh, phrase for this, a new uh, uh, catchphrase word. I'm going to call this operation epigenetics. Many people will never have heard that term before because I think I've just coined it. And that's what the whole neo-feminist agenda really is. It is an operation of epi-eugenics, something that goes beyond eugenics because it is not eugenics that is being waged directly against the population, but it is actually mind-controlling the population and socially manipulating a population enough that that population actually wages a eugenics war against itself. And it is going to take a lot of explaining to help people to understand how this 
operation actually works and how deeply it's entrenched in our society. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that in this show and in future shows. I may or may not have time tonight to get to phone calls. Hopefully, uh, we can uh, take a few in the later part of the show. But for people who want to call in and uh, get in the caller queue, I'll give the call-in number right here at the top of the, of the show. The call-in number to join us, 800-313-9443. Once again, the call-in number, 800-313-9443. I have a few event announcements, so bear with me before we get into the material. <clears throat> the Free Your Mind 3 conference is going to be the biggest conference of its type coming up on the East Coast in 2015. Free Your Mind 3 is going to take place April 10th, 11th, and 12th, 2015 at the Sheraton Bucks County Hotel at 400 North Oxford Valley Road in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just outside the city limits of Philadelphia. The speakers lined up for the Free Your Mind 3 conference, Bob Tuscan, Clint Richardson, Curtis the Illuminated One Davis, Dennis McKenna, Derek Brose, the New Jersey Weed Man Ed Fortune, Freighter X, Freeman, Fritz Springmeyer, Jay Parker, Janice Barcello, John Bush, John Vibes, Josie the Outlaw Wales, Laura Eisenhower, just added, Lennon Honor, Luke Rudkowski, Mark Devlin, myself, Mark Passio, and Stuart Swerdlow. There will also be a panel of anti-media uh, personnel and activists. There will also be a panel discussion group with many of the speakers from the conference. There will also be open mic night sessions at the end of the evening for five to ten minute sessions from uh, attendees of the conference who want to get up there and speak their mind. An all weekend pass for one of the biggest conferences this year on the East Coast about consciousness, mind control, and the occult. Only $150 for an all-weekend pass. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, April 10th, 11th, and 12th. You can get $15 off your ticket purchase with coupon code 93, the number 93, at checkout through January 25th. I believe the organizers have extended this uh, until tomorrow evening. Tomorrow uh, at midnight, I think... Um, Pacific time, if I'm not mistaken. I could be incorrect about that, but I believe that's when they extended it to. January 25th, that's tomorrow evening, Sunday evening at midnight Pacific. So uh, $15 off with coupon code 93 at checkout. You can get your tickets now. It's the best way to support an event like this is to get your tickets and in advance because that helps pay for the uh, venue costs. That helps pay for the uh, travel expenses for the speakers and the speakers' lodging expenses. That's where all the um, costs to host a conference of this size and scope and magnitude go into. Okay, you have to bring all these people in. You got to fly them out there. Their travel expenses are expensive. They're coming in from all over the country. They have to be lodged. All of them have to be lodged for four days at the hotel. I mean, think about how much money that is. You know, this is not something that. It just happens easily. So the best way to support a conference like this 
Don't think about it, folks. Get your tickets in advance. Get the all-weekend pass. You know, people are so worried about the schedule of speakers all the time with conferences like this. First of all, the schedule isn't made until the whole roster of speakers is completely confirmed and it's set in stone. So don't expect that way in advance. Get your all-weekend pass. That's what you could do to help support the organizers who are shelling out tons of personal money to host an event of this kind. You know, so get the all-weekend pass. Put in the coupon code. Get your fifteen dollars off the the uh, you know with that coupon code, and go there for the whole time. Or even if you can't go there for the whole time, I still encourage people to get the the all weekend pass. Okay, so f- you can get your tickets right now at freeyourmindconference.com. Visit the website, check out the speakers. It's going to be the biggest event of its kind on the East Coast in 2015. I will be speaking right here in Philadelphia for the first time in over a year. Um, at Philadelphia Liberty on the Rocks. They're a local activist meetup group that meets monthly here in Philadelphia. I'll be giving a special presentation called The True Meaning and Purpose of the Second Amendment. This will be taking place on Tuesday, February 10th, 2015 from 6 to 9 p.m. My presentation will start shortly after 6 p.m., it will uh, be maybe around a half an hour or so. It's going to be a con- condensed presentation. I'm going to be breaking down the Second Amendment, all of the words in the Second Amendment, okay, breaking them down. Uh, I call this the field stripping, okay? I'm going to field strip the Second Amendment, and then we're going to reassemble it at the end to explain to people its exact meaning and purpose. So this is going to be taking place at the cafe. The cafe is located at... 2011 Walnut Street, 20th and Walnut Street in Philadelphia. It's free to attend. Check out more about it at philadelphia.libertyontherocks.org. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on RBN. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. A couple more quick event announcements. Um, well, not even just event, but just happenings that are going on uh, with me. Um, I was on the InfoWars nightly news this past week. It was a really great opportunity extended to me by Leanne McAdoo. And uh, I accepted it, and I went on the nightly news on Tuesday evening. It was a pre-recorded interview. I did it Tuesday late afternoon, and then it was uh, aired Tuesday night, uh, January 20th, um, at uh, about 7 p.m. Eastern time. I think the interview went really, really well. Um, I condensed a lot of information into the short amount of time that I had to be interviewed. And uh, the interview was uh, essentially on the occult. It was on my background in dark occultism, specifically in Satanism. It was on what Satanism really is, what the tenets of this dark religion really 
are all about and how our society is uh, completely reflective of the satanic mindset. Uh, we also got into what occult knowledge really is versus what people erroneously believe it to be because of what religion tells them that it is. And uh, I, I want to say something about that after I you know, finish explaining about the interview. Um, we talked about occult symbolism and I gave a case example uh, being the, uh, the Betty Crocker egg incident that I broke down in my uh, Demystifying the Occult seminar. And uh, then we talked a little bit about solutions, namely the understanding of natural law as the ultimate solution to the current human condition of slavery and how we have to understand the law of freedom that as morality increases in the aggregate in any given society, the freedom of that society uh, also increases proportionately. And as morality decreases in any given society, the freedom of that society decreases proportionately. That's the law of freedom. That's what natural law is ultimately all about. Uh, if people haven't understood that that's why we're in the situation that we are in, we, uh, th they have learned nothing as far as I'm concerned. You know, if you haven't made the connection between morality and freedom yet, um, you don't know what's going on on this planet. And you don't know why we're in slavery, the causal factors that have led to this condition. So um, for people interested, check out that great interview. I thought it really went well. I think it probably opened up my work to a whole uh, new audience of, of uh, listeners. And uh, I was invited back soon. So I'll probably go and do a part two in the coming months. Um, and who knows where that may lead. So... Um, I want to thank the InfoWars team for uh, inviting me there, and uh, you could check out that interview on my website in the news section. It's also linked. It's the third item right now under latest news. So um, I was also on Deadline Live with Jack Blood this week, uh, just um, yesterday, uh, Friday the 23rd. Jack Blood brought me on and interviewed me. It was uh, also a really uh, good interview, and that will be probably posted live on my site within the next couple of days, just as soon as uh, Jack uh, edits it and gets that up on his website. So look for that in the next couple of days on uh, the What on Earth is Happening .com news section. <clears throat> there are still What on Earth is Happening um, promotional t-shirts available as a free gift in return for a voluntary donation. You can click the email link that's listed in the article at the top of the news section about the promotional t-shirts uh, on the whatonearthishappening.com website if you're interested in getting a t-shirt. Uh, there's also a donation button on the left-hand side of the whatonearthishappening.com website if you feel that you've received value from the information that I have shared on both this radio show and on my website feel free to make a voluntary donation to help support my work so that I can continue this work into the future. Um, that being said, there's also a, a fundraiser effort going on here on RBN right now. RBN needs uh, support from its listeners so that it can keep funding uh, the work that it's doing and hosting all of these uh, great hosts here on this network. If you are in a position to be able to contribute to RBN to help uh, continue the network going, please call uh, 800, toll-free, 800-724-2719, and you can make a pledge to make a donation to help out the RBN radio network. So, um, images for today's show are always listed with the podcast, and they're also listed on the radio show tab of the website. 
If you go to the radio show tab underneath the player for the broadcast, you'll see images for tonight's show when the show is live. Only three images up there uh, tonight. They're all basically flyers for events. Uh, the Free Your Mind 3 conference, I have two flyers out for that. Feel free to share them on uh, social media websites or wherever else you might want to po- post them, print them, and post them in your area. Um, and also, uh, the um, if you're local to Philadelphia, uh, the third image is a flyer for my uh, presentation coming up on February 10th at the Liberty on the Rocks meetup group on the Second Amendment. So those are the only images. I don't have any images for the material that I'm going to be presenting tonight because I uh, really, I'm, I'm, wor- I'm so busy working on other projects right now. I haven't prepared a slideshow for this material. I may do that at some point in the future when, if, if and when I form formally present this material in the form of a condensed presentation. Um, Right now, I'm working on a book and two presentations. So uh, I'm working on the Second Amendment presentation, and I'm working on my presentation for the Free Your Mind 3 conference, which is going to be called The Cult of Ultimate Evil, Order Followers, and the Destruction of the Sacred Feminine. That's my uh, presentation title for the Free Your Mind 3 conference. And so uh, those efforts have really been taking the bulk of my time. Uh, therefore, I do not have slides for this material as of yet. Again, there may be in the future, but right now, what I'm going to do is slowly unpack this material over probably many weeks. There is so much to understanding this tapestry of mind control and how it works. And again, I call it an epigenetics operation, a eugenics op that is being waged epigenetically. It's being waged through the subver- subversion of consciousness to actually wean and cull the population, to get the population to wean and cull itself so that the controllers of this world and their order-following dogs don't even need to do that themselves. And it's, it's working brilliantly, actually. Um, it's going to take, look, there's so many things I want to say about this that I'm just going to gently ease into this topic because, first of all, like, like I said, it is the elephant in the room that most people don't even know is there because they've been living with it for so long, okay? They see this as something that is somehow normal, okay? They see this as just... Uh, the way things are, and that's because of the incrementalism associated with it, okay? You know, um, one of the other things I I wanted to mention before we even get into the topic of the mind control that is specifically targeted against women, you know, the the war between the sexes, neo-feminism as a eugenics operation, I want to say a few things, and this fits really hand-in-hand nicely with the concept of uh, the divide and conquer agenda. Okay, um, related to that Infowars interview that I did, you see how many people come out and say absolutely ridiculous, asinine things. I mean, you know, from people who don't agree with Alex Jones on a particular topic or think that you know he doesn't cover things that they think should be covered, instead of them going out and becoming the alternative media that they should be. You know, they want to say people are shills. You know, I've been accused of this. You read the complete asininity going on in uh, YouTube comments, which I don't even understand why people who post alternative information even allow YouTube comments on their stuff and give idiots a platform to to voice their total dribble. 
you know. But we'll get back to this after the break, folks, and I'll, I'll continue with that line of thought. Stay with us. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on RBN. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. You know, I was talking about the clowns out there that, you know, because somebody doesn't cover something the way they want it covered or doesn't talk about a topic they feel is important or should be covered, uh, then they must automatically be some kind of a show or a disinformation agent or somebody trying to hold back the truth from other people. I mean, just grow up, people. I mean, it's just such utter nonsense garbage, you know. First of all, go do something yourself. How about that? Okay, how about that? No, no, no. no. Then everybody shuts up right quick, you know, because they can't be bothered to get involved in the great work. No, they just want to complain about somebody else who they don't know. You know, people talking about me like they know me. Trust me, you don't know me. You don't know who I am. You don't know what I do on a daily basis. You don't know what goes through my mind. And you don't know what I go through at all. And people should stop trying to pretend like they do. Because I'm quite frankly tired of it. I don't really care who's offended by that statement. You know, I'm not here to be liked. I've said it since day one. I'm not your friend. I'm not your leader. I'm not your guru. Do your own research. Do your own due diligence. And then go put the word out yourself. No, because that might take some time and effort in your life to do that. You want somebody else to do that for you. Then you want to complain that they don't do it like you would do it. Well, please, by all means, set the example and show me how it's done. There are people like this are a bunch of morons. I, I just I almost slipped and like let let loose with something that you know I, with bad language that would have gotten me probably in trouble with the network because that I'm I'm on the brink of like just totally going off, you know when I hear some of this garbage out there. You know I, I have to really try to restrain myself because you know at some point I'm gonna let slip and let people know where, what I really think and it, it's gonna come out in South Philadelphia street language, okay? Because I'm I'm on the edge, folks. I'm tired. I've had enough, quite frankly. You know, and some of the biggest idiots out there are people who are absolute fake ass Christians and will claim that they're Christians. And they don't know the first, they know not one iota of the meaning of the word. You could wrap it in quotes, Christian, you know, Christian in name only, in name only. Okay. They're nothing of the kind at all. 
And there are a bunch of know-nothings who know nothing about what's going on in this world because they know absolutely nothing about the occult manipulation that is working on their minds. And then they want to have something to say about somebody who's actually trying to tell them about it from first-hand experience that has the game plan of their owners, that has all the manipulation tactics of their owners and has laid it out for them to understand and they still don't want to understand how their minds are being owned and ruled. Now, you're, you're selling your children into slavery and you're a bunch of immoral people who Christ would have looked at. And whether you want to look at that as an archetypal figure, I don't care about what people want to say about astrotheology, whether the person is real or not, it's not the point. Okay? Whether the, the actual man talked about in the New Testament is real. Okay? That concept, the Christ, the Christ consciousness, whatever, the being, the teacher, the group of teachers, okay, the astrotheological allegorical uh, mythos of the Christ, whatever you, however you want to look at it, I don't care. I'm saying that energy would look at somebody like these complete fake Christians and it would spit at them. It would spit on them. Okay? Because they are doing nothing, nothing to try to actually wage a war against tyranny. Nothing. Because they don't understand any causal factors and they've bought into this salvationist occultism, which is where it comes out of. Salvationism comes directly out of satanic occultism. All right, And anybody that thinks that you're supposed to sit here, let all the tyranny and evil completely run amok and take over this world and all you need to do is believe on something and believe in a concept or an idea or a person that's some externalized power or externalized savior and you're not going to actually take any real world action in this world you are part of the tyranny you are part of it and that makes you evil these Christians are Satanists and think that they're Christians Salvationism came directly out of the dark occult, folks. Directly out of the dark occult. And all the so-called Christian morons out there who think that that's Christianity, you're a bunch of children, and moreover than that, you're evil evil tyrant supporters. You are the people who are supporting the tyranny in the world, and they want to say, God has ordained this government. And it's, it's trying to, it, it, it's giving the authority to the government to try to reel in all the evil of the world. I mean, you know what you are? You're Nazi supporters. That's what these stupid right-wing so-called Christians that are just nothing but absolute fake, fake Christians and believe in salvationism. You know, I mean... Uh, they don't even understand how owned their minds and souls are. And they would have the nerve to put a label of Christian on themselves. You're garbage is what you are. Garbage. Okay? And like I said, I'm coming out no holds barred because I'm done with people. I'm done. I, I, I'm done even talking about it nicely. If people can't see how completely mind-controlled and ignorant this race of golems called humanity is in the modern world, you're sick if you can't see it. And you don't understand how religion has played into that. And the New Age movement is no different. All of them out there teaching submission. Teaching submission because of some absolute 
crazy, what, you know, false notion of what karma is. And they'll say, oh, well, all this tyranny might be going on because of stuff we did in past lives. As if this somehow excuses all the evil that's going in in the world. I mean, you, you have to be kidding me. These people are children. They've bought into utter nonsense. Complete false pseudo-spiritual teachings. And I told you where that came out of when I did the New Age BS seminar and all that material. It comes out of the dark occult. It comes out of Satanism. Dark occultists put out the whole salvationist belief system. They put out all this nonsense about waiting for extraterrestrial races that are going to swoop in here and save us and there's going to be some big ascension. You know, they're going to come down in their crafts and save us. They, they've given us this completely false new age garbage spirituality that has nothing to do with real spirituality. They put that out through the Lucis Trust Publishing House and other fake publishing houses to spread pseudo-spiritual garbage into the population of absolutely ignorant, naive slaves that are willing to buy that crap and then spit it back out for other people. I'm just tired of it, people. I'm, I'm just tired of it, man. I'm tired of how ignorant this world is. It, fe it feels like it's an avalanche of ignorance that's out there. It's an avalanche of ignorance. And it's just drowning the people who have any semblance of what's really going on in the world. So I just wanted to give that rant real quick before I move into the actual material for tonight because, uh, you know... I, I, I popped my head into the YouTube page where my interview was at just to uh, check out how many views it's getting and you just see the absolute drivel nonsense that is going on in the, the comments to a point where, you know, I, I, of course I don't go back and keep reading this garbage. I mean, seeing it once is too much, you know. Uh, you know, you just want to say, say, let me just check in real, here real quick and see how humanity is progressing. And the answer is, we're not progressing, we're degrading further and further and further degrading and religion is one of the biggest problems with it you know and they they can't understand that that's all you're believing in a in a belief system that was invented by your enslavers dunce it was invented by your enslavers especially the salvationist version of it you know, the other version is all astro theology about the 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 uncon the the uh, in, Inconquerable Son, Sol Invictus, you know, from the Roman Empire, written by the Flavian dynasty and the Piso family, you know, the last Flavian emperors, you know, but they don't want to research any of that history, you know, no, because that might involve knowledge, we don't need knowledge, let's burn all the books in the world, you know, all we need is this one, you know, just like the good Nazis that they are, you know, they're no different than the Nazis were, let's burn all the books, we only need our ideology, you're a bunch of clowns. You're clowned by your owners. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on RBN. 
I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. Just going to wrap up, uh, you know, my take on these uh, religious followers, these empty-headed religionists, uh, you know, essentially commenting on something that they don't understand when somebody's trying to explain how occult manipulation is accomplished in society. And they want to say asinine things, you know, like, uh, you know, I couldn't have gotten out of the dark occult, you know. There's there's no such thing as reforming. Once you're that way, you're that way forever, you know. It show, it just shows their sick worldview. It shows their view of quote-unquote human nature, which is a big segue of what I'm going to talk, start talking about tonight and into the coming weeks. You know, how people are convinced that human nature is a certain way. They don't understand that human nature is programmable and therefore changeable. Um, they... Um, they show their completely sick, twisted, poisoned worldview about people's ability to change, and that's why they're part of the slavery system, because their mind is wholly owned by those worldview dynamics. And as long as that worldview doesn't change, they are absolutely incapable of creating any positive change in the world. Certainly not by the sick, twisted, religious dogma that was given to them by their enslavers, because that's where that came from. Okay, that's where those elements of biblical teachings came from. Certainly the elements of the neo-Christian salvationist movement, which is absolute Satanism. And, and if they don't understand that, look, I'm not even gonna, I don't need to say anything else. I was a priest in the church of Satan. I know who's putting out these agendas. They don't, period. I was there from firsthand experience. I'm trying to explain to you things that they told me that they were doing. And one of the things that I have remained silent about all too long, but I'm done with even trying to maintain any um, niceties anymore because where this world is going is to utter hell. We're already in hell, folks. If you don't understand, you're in hell now, okay? You don't know what's really going on. You're not on earth. You're in hell. I should should call this show uh, What in Hell is Happening instead of What on Earth is Happening because there is no more earth anymore. It's a hell world. It's a hell planet. Okay, and it's just people are too stupid to understand that we've put ourselves into a hell world. We've created hell. You know, hell is something that doesn't need to exist. We're building it. We've built it. Past tense, I should say. It's th- these idiots don't understand. They've been given a cage, a mental cage, and they're all happily living in it. Happily living in it, saying um, my uh, religious mental cage programming, head cage programming is the best. And it's better than all the other head cage programs that are out there. You know, it's a, they're a joke. They're children. They're children who the joke is played on them. Like I said, they're clowned, completely clowned by their owners. Their owners are dying laughing at them. It, it's just they, they can't get the belly laughs out. You know, they're, it's, they're, they're just choking themselves from laughter. Like I said, I consider this show a comedy show because the the Satanists who run the world, the dark occultists who run this world, they're laughing at my efforts to try to get any modicum of understanding out to the golem population. These people are brain dead. They're incapable of understanding. It's like trying to teach mathematics to a dog. You're never going to be able to do it. The capacity isn't there. I mean, that's really what I'm beginning to think, you know? That, this, that the effort is entirely wasted 
because we have a population of absolute dumbed down animals that are beyond animals. Most animals have more intelligence than most humans, you know, and I just think they don't have the capacity to grasp it. That's how completely golemized they have become. Turned into an absolute flesh robot, a golem. This segues nicely into what I am going to be talking about as a dynamic of dialectics, specifically the Hegelian dialectic, which I've been trying to explain over the past many weeks that you do not need two sides to both buy into the lie. The Hegelian dialectic is successful as long as only one side that you are trying to divide within the population takes the bait and buys into the lie. Then you can get that side to attack the other side and wage an ideological war, even if the other side didn't buy into the nonsense and doesn't want a war. I gave the example of the modern police state. Are the people who understand the police are mind-controlled zombies? You know, robot zombie dunces who never read books, who are just people who who have absolute uh, mommy and daddy issues in their lives, weren't paid enough attention to by their parents, were given garbage parenting by garbage parents, grew up with absolutely no moral upraising, no moral upbringing, don't care about right or wrong, don't care about truth, are empty-headed, just sewage-filled brains, just empty heads, you know? It's eight-inch thick bone behind the forehead. There's no prefrontal cortex, okay? These are absolute cavemen idiots wearing a uniform. You know, because we understand how brainwashed and mind control these morons are, does that mean we just sit back and say, oh, well, they don't understand what they're doing. Oh, well, oh, God forgive them. They know not what they do. We should just let them run roughshod all over the population, take all of our rights, and kill us. Of course not. So if one side buys the dialectic and they're going to see the people as an, as an enemy that they're going to go to war with, what are we supposed to do? Lay down? Lay down in the street and die? Hardly. And trust me, that won't be happening. At least not, in, not here. I'll tell you that much. Not in this, not, not in this population. They think they're going to make that be able to happen and get that done. And I'm telling you, there's still enough real men in this world. They're going to physically fight back. And I'm telling you, they're going to be unprepared for what they face when it starts. They're going to be unprepared for it. They think they can do all their calculations and their actuarial studies, but what they're not counting on is what happens when an animal gets backed into a corner and has nothing to lose. They're not counting on that. And they're going to find out when that rattlesnake strikes. So let's get into the actual topic of what I am intending to talk on for the next many weeks. And that is the dialectic of the mind control that has been specifically targeted toward women in our society. And the first thing I want to say about this, this war between the sexes that has been fomented by the neo-feminist agenda, which is a eugenics operation, is that I am in no way trying to further create a divide. I am trying to bring awareness of how this 
tactical social engineering manipulation has gone to work against a significant segment of our population in order to attempt to heal the divide that has grown between the sexes, not to try to further divide it. That's number one. Number two, if I didn't know a significant amount of the truth of this entire agenda from actually firsthand experience by being told that this was actively being done when I was involved in the dark occult, not really understanding it then, and as they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. Folks, I was told <clears throat> so many things about what would be coming, and I did not even understand what I was being told at the time, because I wasn't really awake then. I was an asleep idiot like most of these other people. You know, it, it took me years of deprogramming myself to come out of that satanic mindset to even understand what they meant by certain things. When they told, when they use words like the dead, I, I, I looked at them and just nod, nodded like, yeah, okay, as if I knew what it meant. Because I, I didn't want to say, hey, could you explain what you mean by that term that you're using? Why are you calling people the dead? You know, until I understand that was their name for completely unconscious human beings that they own and control. You know, because they don't have any aspect of their consciousness developed, not their thoughts, not their emotions, not their actions, and therefore for all intents and purposes, they don't have consciousness, so they're dead. They call people the dead, the average hum dumb human being. I didn't understand what they meant by that till years after I left the dark occult. Just like I didn't understand how they were telling me that they were in charge of so many of these agendas that they're running now until the hindsight of deep study and wisdom that I gained later showed that to me. We'll pick this up on the other side of the break, folks. Stay with us. We don't need no education We don't need no thought control No dark sarcasm in the classroom Teacher leave them kids alone Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. We're in the second hour of tonight's broadcast. The topic for tonight is the elephant in the room, as I like to call it. The mind control techniques that have been specifically targeted toward women in our society, fomenting the war between the sexes and the neo-feminist epigenics operation that is waged against both men and women. Again... As I was saying in the last segment, I am not attempting to further divide people. This is not a divide and conquer strategy. It is being, this knowledge is being put out there on the table, which I can no longer ignore or stay silent on because I want to try to heal the divide and conquer uh, aspect that has happened in our society. And it's probably, you know, going to be a paltry effort in that because so many people are infected by this virus 
Um, but I have to try, you know. I wouldn't be willing to alienate a large portion portion of my own listening audience by talking about this very topic if it were not real, if I didn't understand a significant amount of how this agenda works and exactly why it's put into effect and what they're looking to try to do as a result of it. And if I didn't think it was critically important to understand how society in the aggregate aggregate is being completely manipulated and controlled. This has to do with human freedom. And that's what this show talks about. You know, trying to become more free and to destroy slavery of all kinds. And let me tell you something. The neo-feminism agenda is slavery. Plain and simple. Now, I'm going to talk about a lot of the think tank groups and a lot of the occult organizations that it comes out of. So I wanted to give that as a caveat. I also want to say I'm not going to make this whole show, meaning the whole What on Earth is Happening radio show, not just this particular show, about this topic. Anybody that expects that I'm going to make my whole radio show about one given topic, any given topic in particular, you're holding your breath and good luck with that. Okay? This show is about eclectic topics, you know? A lot of people say, oh, I want, I want them to talk about this more and more and more. You know, only focus on the natural law stuff. Only focus on the mind control stuff. Only focus on, you know, the religion as a deception. No, I'm going to cover everything. You know, I'm not going to make one thing the sticking point issue that that's all I talk about. Because then I'd be ignoring a whole lot of other important things. I'm going to be covering a whole lot of topics coming up on future shows. Not only the neo-feminist agenda, but I'm going to go back into and go over gun rights ownership and the importance of, I'm sorry, gun ownership rights and the importance of gun ownership rights. How so many other absolute milquetoast morons in other countries don't understand the importance of gun ownership. How many new age dupes don't understand gun ownership. You know, just because they've gotten you to accept your slavery and servitude and disarmed you slave boys doesn't mean you're going to get that done here in the United States. Punks, you're not going to get that done. You're not going to get that done without the enormity of blood that has never been seen on the earth before. And I'll personally, personally swear on my grave and on the grave of all my ancestors that I'll do everything in my living power to stop anybody from taking any guns away from American citizens. You're not going to get it done. Okay, so that's coming up on future shows. I'm going to do whole shows on the occult history of Nazism, where Nazism came from. And how deeply infected the United States is with both communism and Nazism. These ideologies did not, were not defeated. They did not go away. They, they, they rule the United States. They shook hands behind the curtain and they said, we can't conquer this land individually, so let's work together and we'll sort out the spoils on the other side of the conquering. Let me tell you something, folks. If you don't understand that Nazism came directly out of dark occultic belief systems and came out of directly from dark occultists themselves, you have no idea 
that you think that that's a political ideology, you're a baby child if that's what you think. A naive child thinks like that. Because Nazism came directly out of dark occultism, and that's going to be a huge topic that I'm going to cover in depth in the future. We're, we're going to get into all the people and the groups that were responsible for that, the, the, the rising of some of those ancient occultic belief systems in the modern world. I'm also going to put out a solution tactic that I call maven targeting. I think this is also a, a phrase or a word that I've coined. Going after the influential members of a social dynamic or a familial dynamic directly. Teaming up on them to try to change their mindset. And then they're the people who hold sway and influence with other people of that social dynamic. You know, that's what needs to be done. So I'm not going to make this whole neo-feminism agenda the bulk of my work. This isn't going to become a show that this is all I talk about or all I take calls about. It's going to be a series on this of the next many shows that I do. And how long will it take? The answer is it will take as long as it takes. That's it. I will unpack it in my time. Uh, it's going to be like a stream of consciousness unpacking because again, I don't have, I have a general outline, but I don't have a formal presentation that I am following as I was when unpacking the what on earth is happening information or let's say the, um, you know, occult mockery of police or cosmic abandonment. You know, these are full, full length formal presentations that I worked on and, and gave publicly and had slides for. This is still in its formative stages of being outlined and you know this is something that i'm fully waking up to myself over the last probably four years of my life because again hindsight is 2020 you become more and more aware and you understand how a lot of these agendas are working and there's many people who are doing good work talking about this this particular topic you know so <clears throat> the First thing, oh, so th those are the caveats that I wanted to get out of the way before we really jump into things, okay? So again, this material is going to take as long as it takes. I will take as long as I need to to get through the material that I want to cover on this topic. And, you know, we'll take calls on it as well and questions and let people, you know, bring up their their comments on this topic and you know they could even flesh things out with me and you know ask me my take on certain things ask questions about it to clarify okay so the first thing to understand when it comes to this as i've said already and i will repeat because it's worth repeating in any dialectical manipulation only one of the sides needs to truly buy into the lies that are being propagated to try to bring about the outcome that's desired. That's what the Hegelian dialectic is. You're going to polarize two sides to try to bring out a predetermined, pre-wanted outcome when if you didn't create divisions and fighting, you would not be able to get that agenda through. And it's often done through incrementalism. And this is what, what I'm calling neo-feminism has worked through. Now, the, one of the first things I think that we should do when opening up this area of discussion is helping to people understand what I mean by neo-feminism, okay, as opposed to classical feminism. The, so when we say the word feminism, we're not talking about one thing. That's the first thing, okay? Many people want to say, my view of what that means is, is, correct, is the correct one. You know, that's like saying... What you think Christianity is or what you think the occult is is the correct definition. Many people have varied perceptions of that. So we need to be clear about 
our definitions first. We'll pick this up on the other side of the break. Stay with us. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. You know the day destroys the night. Night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on RBN. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. We are talking about the neo-feminist agenda and how it is a an epi-eugenics operation. This is a new term that I am coining, I believe, for the first time. It is eugenics that is based on epigenetics epigenetic eugenics okay in other words eugenics waged through mind control getting a population to call itself by buying into dialectical belief systems and doing it through epigenetically pressuring the species through things like food media the destruction of moral values you know, uh, radionics, uh, pollution of the water supply, you name it. I mean, so many different ways. And we'll be talking about all of those methodologies when we get into this deeper. But before the break caught me, uh, I was talking about the definition of feminism in most people's minds. And many people have different definitions for it. So what I wanted to do is to try to clearly delineate what I am going to be talking about, which is called neo-feminism, or what, it's just what I'm calling it, what I'm labeling it. That's what I am choosing to label it, okay? You could call it socially engineered feminism, all right? You can call it really whatever you want as long as you understand what, it, what I mean by it, okay? So I'm calling this eugenics operation neo-feminism, and I'm delineating that clearly from what I would personally call classical feminism. Classical feminism would be simply women wanting um, equality under natural law, okay? Being treated with fairness. Uh, um, I have no problem with women being paid the same amount for the same job that a man would do, okay? That's not what we're talking about, all right? All right, being treated as an equal when it comes to rights, is what I would call classical feminism. And I have no issue with that at all. Neo-feminism is something altogether different, and we're going to be getting into what it entails. Okay, So we're, we're, it's like we would delineate between classical conservatism or classical liberalism versus what we have in the world in the form of neoconservatism. Con- conservatism and neoliberalism the neocons the neolibs okay well this is that those divides are just as large as the divide between what i would term classical feminism and neo-feminism i would say this divide between the two forms of feminism we're talking about is even bigger okay to their worlds apart absolute worlds apart So, what 
the neo-feminist agenda has done is it has sparked off a war between men and women in society. It has created androgyny within our society to a large extent, and it has led to the direct manipulation of both the female mind and the male mind. It has wed women to the state in a very big way. It has destroyed the moral fabric of our society. It has destroyed the value system of our society. It has largely put people toward a value system of only thinking that money is of any actual value. It has destroyed the familial dynamic, the family dynamic, the familial dynamic, whatever you want to call, however you want to word it. It has demolished education. It has demolished true parenting. You know, we didn't even have great parenting as it was, but it was better before this agenda even came in, and it has destroyed it all the more. It has led to the enormous rise in moral relativism in our society. And let me tell you something, folks. The neo-feminist agenda has come directly out of Satanism. Directly from the dark occult and Satanism. If people do not think that this is a Satanic agenda, they're, they're fooling themselves. They're kidding themselves. I'm telling you directly from working with the Satanists, not only did they say that they were going to be waging ideological warfare against the public through putting out all kinds of nonsense spirituality, pseudo-spiritual belief systems that were going to be wrapped under the banner of the New Age movement because they own these publishing houses that put out all that work. They also said, we are going to foment through androgyny an upcoming war between men and women, the war between the sexes, that isn't going to be a shooting war, it's going to be an ideological war that's going to pr pressure and, and press society in certain ways that they're going to become more easily manipulatable. And they've done it. They've done a masterful job of it because when these occultists say that they are going to do something, they follow through with their will and they get it done. Because they're on the same page. They are united in dark care, as I've talked about many times. They care about getting their agenda in place, and they actually put their will behind it, they put their mind behind it, and then they get it done. Unlike us, who sit there debating on whether this person who we're going to sit and listen to instead of actually become involved in doing something in the world and helping to change other people's minds is genuine or not, or whether he's a shill, or whether, you know... Uh, because he runs some advertising, uh, you know, he, he's owned by corporate overlord masters, or whether because uh, I have a couple of skulls in a case in my, in my uh, you know, uh, work area here by my computer to remind me what should I be spending my time doing because life is, the time of life that we have to spend is limited, and the skull simply acts as a reminder that you are mortal and you will pass from this mortal world at some point. So, you know, when I feel like getting up from this compu computer, doing the work that I know I need to be doing, I, I, I take a glance over there and I say, you know, maybe I need to get back to work, you know, because I've given up my life to actually do the great work instead of the, the complete idiots that are out there 
looking to somebody else to do their work for them. And saying, oh, he might be a show because he doesn't talk about this and that. Just shut up, morons. Because you're the shills. That's what it really is. You are the shills if that's what you do. Okay? You don't have to be paid by anybody. You're just a useful idiot dupe. That doesn't understand what the great work is because you're not doing it. You're not doing it. And people want to make stupid asinine comments about, oh, he's wearing some kind of a satanic emblem. It's called the seed of life, dunce. You know, it's sacred geometry that represents the generative principles of creation. In other words, how we actually create reality through what we believe and then put into effect through our actions. You know, what we've accepted into our minds. I shouldn't even use the word belief. Through what we know. Through the knowledge we've come to understand. But, you know, again, it just betrays people's worldview. And, you know, this is a big part of the reaction to the neo-feminist agenda that I'm going to get into. With, you know, a lot of people have seen how manipulatable women have become in society. They've seen that, you know, their value systems have just plummeted in, into an abyss. And then they want to react by thinking that that's just the nature of women. Oh, just women are just evil, you know. And that there goes the poison worldview, you know. Oh, there's, this is just the nature of people. And they never want to talk about social engineering, you know, they never want to talk about the wider societal engineering through mind control that's going on in this culture. No. It's just that's their nature. We'll pick this up on the other side. Stay right there. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on Republic Broadcasting. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. You know, we're talking about in the unfolding of the explanation of how this uh, neo-feminist agenda works, what it is, and how it has really driven a wedge in society between men and women. A lot of people will react and say, well, that it's just, this is women's nature. You, you'll hear this a ton in people who are discussing this. And I would say that this is a complete lack of understanding. This is absolutely incorrect, wrong, reactionary, and immature and naive. And it shows how little some people have actually studied the causal factors of what's going on. They have very little historical knowledge. You know, they're just reacting from a visceral point of view. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, getting angry. There's nothing wrong with being vitriolic about what's going on. But get your grammar right first, you know, and understand causal factors first. You know, before just spitting vitriol out there and you don't even have knowledge to back it up. You know, that's a belief system. This whole thing about human nature. Soon as I hear someone use the words human nature, um, I become immediately suspect of their knowledge level. Let's put it that way. Soon as I hear somebody say, that's human nature, 
almost immediately I start thinking of them like, here's a person who hasn't done their homework fully. They might have bits and pieces of the picture, but they haven't figured out what human nature really is. Because if they did, they'd never blame behavior to human nature. Behavior is largely socially engineered except for the few people who have come out of the mind control of that social engineering and their behavior is not owned and directed by that manipulation. The vast majority of the human species mind is, however. And I would make the argument that many, many more of a percentage of women's mind is still in that dialectical manipulation. And I would say the young women of our society are taken all the more. And it's becoming more and more blatant and apparent to anyone who's paying even a modicum of attention. And again, many people will be offended by these statements. I don't care. I'm not interested in whether you're offended or not. I'm interested in telling the truth about what's going on. As I understand it, and I do understand it very well, ladies and gentlemen, you can get as offended about that as you like. I understand it from a perspective that most people will never experience in their lives from the people who are actually putting this into effect. So you can ignore my words and think that you understand what's going on, and that's fine. I don't tell anybody they have to accept what I'm saying. But I'm going to speak it, and no one's going to stop me from speaking it short and put a bullet in me, and like I said before, that won't even get it done. Because you think I haven't vowed to come back here until slavery's ended on this world? Then you really don't know who I am then. Trust me, nothing's stopping me. Because I have a will that isn't owned by any earthly intent or any earthly, uh, you know, faculties. It is preternatural. It is directed by the creator. It's not directed by any three-dimensional elements. So good luck trying to defeat that. That's what directs my will. You know? And believe me, every day is a battle to crawl out of the bed in this dark world. Surrounded by total sickness and ignorance everywhere you turn and look. And I'll continue to do it anyway. Because you're dealing with a will that is not of this planet. And that's what other people have to develop and allow to guide them. Most of them aren't there yet because they're too afraid to die. And they want to be comfortable. You know? They're too worried about what other people think of them. They're too worried about their creature comforts. You got to be willing to give it all up. You want to make any change happen in this world. So the fundamental problem that I think people have to look at first when looking at this dynamic of the mind control of women is to recognize, I'm putting this out there day one, okay? This is not the nature of people that we're seeing, folks. If you believe that, you're part of the problem. You've bought into the poison worldview that the Satanists and dark occultists and mind controllers and social engineers want you to believe in. 
because you're not doing anything to heal that dynamic if that's just what you think. It's just like saying, oh, this, this is, they're just all primarily psychopathic, you know? Absolutely not the case. They're dealing with unimaginable amounts of programming that have been specifically directed at them since the minute of their birth. Now, does that absolve somebody from the bad behaviors that they're conducting? No. I'm not an apologist for humanity being so spiritually weak that they've accepted all forms of mind control. I said that from day one of this radio show, that I am not, nor will I ever be, an apologist for humanity's bad behavior. It's an influence. You still have free will. It all begins and ends with a choice. You're putting the effects of natural law into place. Consequences don't just happen. They are caused. The underlying causes is what we think that leads to our behavior in the world. Then natural law works upon that and brings us the consequences of those actions. And people still don't understand how that simple dynamic of consequentialism or natural law works. They still have a problem understanding it. They can't understand it because of the language, you know, that they, they think natural means the Darwinian natural order. You know, well, think of it as spiritual law then. Then they have a problem with that because half of these morons are atheists, you know, and they're stuck in the scientism religion. They don't want to understand there's a higher power that's directing what happens based upon the behavioral decisions you make and you're not in control of those consequences. You're in control of the choices. That's what free will is. That was the gift the creator gave all the beings, the the beings with the capacity for holistic intelligence in this universe. And you know what we're doing with it? We're totally squandering it and stepping on it and spitting on it, and throwing it on the ground, and trampling it. That's what we're doing with free will. Because we want to give over our personal responsibility to somebody else to do our thinking for us. You know, we want to do what's comfortable instead of what's right. Because most people have become garbage. That's not our nature, but that's what we've chosen to become. Just like the manipulated mindset that the vast majority of women in our culture are in isn't their nature. It's what they've chosen in the level of spiritual weakness that they've been raised in. And men are the very same way. I'm not absolving them by any stretch of the imagination. And they fall for tons of manipulation. And, you know, one of the things I want to say besides helping people to understand this isn't the nature of the female. It's not human nature. It's mind control. It's social engineering. It's the current conditions that have come about as a result of the social engineering that's been done to humanity. They've made this like our nature. That's why so few people can understand that this perpetuation of these social engineering dynamics through countless generations has slowly worked our nature to be like this. It doesn't mean it can't change. You know, what's really inherent nature isn't changeable. That's why I don't want to call it human nature. It's the current human condition. There's a difference between the current condition and human nature. 
We've talked about that, and I've talked about it in my natural law seminar as well. I recommend people go back and check out my explanation of that with slides there. It's a fact of the matter, ladies and gentlemen, an absolute fact of the matter that most of the order followers, who are in fact the creators of the dark new world order, the creators of the slavery system here on earth, are men. The vast overwhelming majority, and you know, here, here's another thing that you're going to hear a lot of in this series over the next many weeks, and once again, get as offended about this as you like, you know, cry in your milk, beat your fists against the de- desk, bang your head against the wall. I don't care. I am going to use and make generalizations. In the explanations that I intend to help people to under- understand, generalizations must be used. If you can't handle the concept of most or almost every or the overwhelming majority, shut the show off right now. We'll pick this up on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on Republic Broadcasting. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. In the last segment, I was saying how the vast, overwhelming majority... Now, you're going to hear me use that probably about 10,000 times, that phrase, when I go through this series, okay? And... It's because there's no other way of saying almost all. The vast overwhelming majority, meaning that the only ones who are not affected like this are a tiny percentage. Okay, So the vast overwhelming majority of order followers, who indeed are the creators of the dark new world order, as I call the slavery system that we're already in. It's not being built, it's already here, it's already built. It's just a matter of how how much are they going to tighten the thumb screws. You know, that's all it really is. You're already in it. The vast overwhelming majority of the order followers who are responsible for the building of this immoral slavery system that we are living in are men. Vast overwhelming majority. I would say probably well over 95%, if not more, of the order followers who have basically done this to our society are men. However, okay, in what we talked when we talked about this in the non-supportive dominators and in the order followers series, how many women interface and interact with these men on a daily basis throughout their lives? Just think about that for a minute. And instead of being in the role of moral nurturer, which women traditionally played throughout human history. They have grown up without being raised with moral values, and therefore they're sitting there and thinking it's totally fine what all of these men are doing, following orders for a paycheck. 
You know, how many of them just love what they're doing, think it's so necessary. And just like all the other supporters of statism and slavery, which is slavery, you know, you'll ask them for the reasons. Why do you think it's necessary that they do? They're protecting us. There would be chaos without them doing what they do. Advocating for violence and coercion all the time. No imagination. And there we have the influence of the school system. The indoctrination system. And you look at how the school system has been taken by these think tanks that I'm going to talk about. And you study how that was done. And how Nazis and communists came together on that plan. And took the schools of America. First of all, even putting schooling in the hands of the government through public education, funded by tax dollars, is a huge mistake in the first place. And people, you know, will say, oh, we should be spending, the government should be spending more money on education. Government shouldn't be involved in education at all. First of all, there should be no government. (laughs) Let alone having government is bad of enough idea. Then you want to give it control over what children learn? I mean, God help us, folks. I mean, what a, what a brilliant idea that is. Let's let these totalitarians in the form of communists and fascists and Nazis teach the minds of our children. I mean, just absolutely great, great plan. Yeah, it's, it, it's called, it comes right out of the Frankfurt School of Marxism and, and the plan of the fascist, the Italian fascist Antonio Gramsci. You never even heard of these people or, or these think tanks, half the people out there, because you don't read books. You know, study the Fabian Society and its incrementalism. You know, Gramsci's plan of a long march through the cultural institutions to bring in socialism and eventually communism and fascism into, you know, all of Western culture. And people are helping them do it. All these absolute immoral trash teachers that are running the education system. Purposefully indoctrinating the children because you want a paycheck. Teaching them outcome-based education. That came right out of the Prussian educational model. That, that, that brought the, the Nazi regime into manifestation through how they indoctrinated their children in their school system and then taught the future generations of what would have been the future fascists of Europe in the form of the Hitler Jugend in the Third Reich. All outcome-based education. The same schooling system was taught by the Soviet communists. All comes out of a perversion of the trivium of the ancient world. You know, people don't even understand that was all imported over here to take the minds of our children, to start waging a war between boys and girls so that that would continue later in life. Indoctrinating them mentally, breaking the boys when they're real young, teaching the girls to worship the state, teaching the girls to only worry about, you know, appearances or only worry about money as a value system. 
and teaching men to go along with that corporate fascist rule. You know, we got to groom these people for being role model citizens and good corporate slaves. Teaching them training and obedience. That's where it starts, folks. That's why so many people are so retarded in our society. They're absolutely retarded. Because their minds were molded by a fascist and communist plan of of subversive indoctrination from the minute they pop out of the womb. Waged incessantly in the school system. That's why they call it a school. A big gaggle of fish going along with each other. You know? Follow the leader. Pack mentality. Herd mentality. Like one getting them to school so it's like one entity that you could easily control as Michael Tassarion says one neck in one noose you know that's that's how they're, they're looking to collectivize us how many women in society support order followers they think it's so wonderful I'll give it hey like I said folks I don't need to go any further than home. Okay? Let's talk about my own family. I'll tell you an anecdotal story. Okay? Because I like to make it personal. And I like to target people and talk about people who I know. I'll give you plenty of examples. But here's just one. My own mother. Okay? Uh, uh, An old friend of mine, you know, who I hadn't seen in a while, comes to visit me one day. And my mother stopped by my place as well. She didn't know he was even going to be there. I won't mention names. And, um, you know, me, me and him are talking and catching up. And, you know, she comes in and, you know, says, oh, hi, good to see you. Haven't seen you in a long time, you know. And he has a son. And she says to him, you know, how's your son doing? How, how's he been? He, he He's a a single, you know, a separated parent, you know, divorced parent, parent, divorced from the birth mother of his son. And she says, how's your son been? And he says, well, he's not at home anymore. He joined the Air Force. Okay, so became an order follower. And the first words out of my mother's mouth is, isn't that wonderful? You know, I mean, I just want, wanted to like, you know, go over into the corner of the room, sit down in the chair, put my head in my hands and weep for a few hours. Because that's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful that you turn the child over to the state for further cult indoctrination and order following. What Awesome. And this is what I mean. And that's part of what I'm talking about. And don't get me wrong, a lot of guys will think the same thing. I'm just saying it's overwhelming in the female population, the support of order followers. They think it's so great. At least, hey, 99% of the women I'm around on a daily basis do. I mean, so few women who I know have their minds out of the matrix. So few women. You could just think about how many women are involved in the truth movement, speaking the truth. We'll talk about that on the other side. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back.
cold silence that we don't dare speak. There's a wall between us and a river so deep. We keep pretending that there's nothing wrong. There's a code of silence and it can't go on. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. We're into the third hour of the broadcast for tonight. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. Tonight on the show, we're talking about the neo-feminist agenda as a eugenics operation. The type of mind control that is launched as part of this agenda that specifically targets women in our society and foments the war, the ever increasingly belligerent war of division between the sexes. And I was talking about how many women in our society support order followers because they've been taught somehow that that's uh, an epitome of masculinity, and that's how men should be behaving. You know, they should be authority figures. You know, and that government is good. Government's looking out for our interests. It cares about you. You know, as an entity, as an institution, the people in it—they're all good-hearted, caring people. The police all have great intentions. Oh, they're—they're they're just good people. You know, I just completed an entire series of shows on order followers and how there's never been an order follower in the history of the universe that has been a moral human being. Get as offended about that as you want. Blanket statement, 100% eternally. They are antitheses of each other. They are polar, diametrically opposed polar opposites. For someone to be a truly moral being, they cannot follow orders. They must exercise conscience, the definitive knowledge of the difference between right and wrong behavior. And exercising conscience is taking willful action to choose right action over wrong action once the definitive difference between right and wrong behaviors is fully understood. An order follower never engages in that judgment process, ever. That judgment process is wiped out, is abdicated. They say to someone else, oh, you tell me what's right and wrong, and then I'll perform the behavior. And by definition, if you are acting in that capacity, you are engaging in immorality. Now, you won't hear Christians talking about that, though, these fake-ass Christians. You won't hear them talking about that. They're pieces of garbage, is what they are. Christians in name only. You want to talk about, I have to believe in Jesus, salvationism, garbage that was given to you by your satanic masters. But you'll never talk about the immorality of order following. No, because to you, order following is a virtue, just like your garbage religion. You know, just like all the other garbage religions out there, like Islam and Judaism, and Hinduism, and Buddhism, and all the religions. It's all garbage. It's all there to hold you back from truth. For all the dunces that haven't figured it out yet, the New Age movement's one of them, modern science is one of them, so-called science, which is nothing but government-backed 
grant money funded scientism that's going to find the results that big daddy government who gives the grant money to do that so-called science wants out there money's the biggest religion in the world folks the new age movement is right up there with all the other religions just another cul-de-sac it's all christians in name only jews in name only muslims in name only buddhists in name only 99.99999% of them are actual garbage human beings that wouldn't know one thing about morals if it ran over them like a freight train. And these are all the people in society that would be, be some of the first to tell you following orders is some kind of a virtue. And people wouldn't be raised like that if they had any kind of decent parenting. And where parenting used to have a nurturing influence was in the feminine influence within the family. Not anymore. Women want to be men now. You know, they, that's a, one of the big pillars and tenets of neo-feminism is women are men. There's no difference between the sexes. We need to blur all the difference between the sexes and cut out any kind of traditional classical roles that women or men played in society. Women as nurturers, men as protectors. We can't have that. We have to blur all of those, you know, natural tendencies, bring everybody into an androgynous glop because they're easier to control that way. That's the reason it's done. Let me tell you something, folks. I was involved in an organization firsthand as a member of the Whitehall Church of Satan in Whitehall, Pennsylvania. And I'm telling you, one of their main agendas in that satanic organization was the propagation of androgyny. Masculinization of women, feminization of men. Emasculation of men and hypermasculization of women. To bring, into, to bring people into an androgynous pool from which they could be morally, more easily directed and manipulated. And if you don't think think tank mind control is behind that, and the occultists that work through these think tanks and these satanic organizations, you don't know what's going on on this planet at all. And all the people who want to cling to their religious garbage, dogmatic, belief, lie systems, okay, Buying into all those dogmatic lies about, you know, what religion is telling you is morality. They have no idea about the occult. and They're some of the most asleep people in the world. They don't understand how Satanism is run and works and operates in every institution in this society. And I'm telling you, that's what's also behind this neo-feministic agenda. You got to look into the Involvement of all these think tank mind control organizations. The Tavistock Institute of Human Relations in London is one of the biggest ones to research and look into and understand the agenda that they're pumping out there and why they want this neo-feminist agenda broadcast everywhere. They need the breakdown of the familial dynamic. They need the destruction of the strong man in society. People want to whine and complain about patriarchy. The neo-feminist agenda wants the destruction of the ability of men rising up together to stand up against the tyranny of the state. That's one of its biggest overarching agendas. And most women are too mind-controlled to be able to see that. 
Because all they hear are the things that they're being promised. It's like all the idiots that voted this clown actor, Obama, into office. Oh, he's going to give us a phone. Well, hey, let's give up all of our freedoms to get that phone. That's so, it's so great what he's done with stolen money. He's given everybody free phones with stolen money taken by coercion and violence. Isn't that so wonderful? He's such a wonderful man. He's a great actor, I'll tell you that much. Great actor. He, he pumps out the NLP, the neuro-linguistic programming, pretty well. He doesn't design any of that stuff, you know. He could act it out pretty well. He could speak it pretty well. I'll give him that. Let's look at the dynamic of how many women truth speakers are out there. And folks, look, I am not on the attack. I am not trying to say... And once again, I said this from day one. I said this from a few weeks ago, all right? I'm going to be labeled a misogynist because of what I'm talking about here on the air over the next few weeks. I already get it. I get that, and I don't give one damn how anyone perceives me. I don't care about how I am perceived. My job is not to be a good PR person for myself. My job is to get up here on the airwaves and speak the truth. Stay with us, folks. We'll continue this analysis on the other side of the break. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on Republic Broadcasting. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. I'll decide, depending on how this segment goes, whether I want to go to the phones or whether I want to continue to uh, delve into topic material. So, in the last segment, I was, you know talking about some of the think tanks that have been involved in the propagation of the neo-feminist agenda for purposes, really, of eugenics when it all comes down to it. This is what this is really leading to. And, you know, I mean, if we're going to look at, like, birth rates that, that are dropping in just about every, you know, civilized country on Earth, you know, we'll look at socio-sexual dynamics going on in both Western countries and the Far East, this is all coming up on future episodes. I mean, you have to understand how prevalent these think tanks influences throughout the world. People who haven't studied the Tavistock Institute of Human Relations and its mind control techniques don't even know what's going on at all. And most people have never heard of it. Chatham House and Wellington House out of England, you know, their connection with the British Crown and the Royal Institute for International Affairs, which is directly underneath the Crown, you know, that most people will have never heard of these organizations. You know, you look at the social engineers who were directly tied in with those groups. 
like Edward Bernays and Horace Mann and John Reese, you know, and Walter Lippmann and the Huxley brothers, Julian Huxley, Aldous Huxley, Carol Quigley, you know, and what about the behaviorists that worked with all of these people? John B. Watson, B.F. Skinner, Ivan Pavlov. How about a huge behaviorist in the field of mind control through indoctrination? Wilhelm Wundt, you know, look up, look up Wundt's work when it, come to, when it came to bringing in the Prussian model into the United States, the outcome-based edu- education system in the U.S., His connection with dark occult orders like the Order of Death, Skull and Bones. How about the Rockefellers Foundation involvement in all of this? The Rothschild dynasty's involvement with it through their ownership of publishing houses all over the world. The Council on Foreign Relations as a think tank propagating it. And that then you get to what I would say might be the high, the top of the hierarchy when it really comes to the propagation of eugenics, period. And namely, the neo-feminist agenda of uh, how the neo-feminist agenda is propagating this, what I call, epi-eugenics operation. And that think tank is known as the Club of Rome. That's directly, di- works directly with the Vatican. And, I mean, you're connected in with some of the highest levels of Satanism and the dark occult right there. First of all, let me tell you something, folks. When I was involved in Satanism, the organization that they continuously said that they wanted, that they looked at me as ideal for was the Club of Rome. And that if I were to be worked up into higher levels of the the hierarchical network of dark occultism, the Club of Rome is probably what I would have been groomed for. And I'll, I'll be very open and honest about it, folks. Back then, I was a eugenicist. When I was a Satanist, my ideology was that the people who rise to the top of the pecking order in human society should rule humanity and cull the population. I wasn't about, like, I I say I wasn't about slavery, meaning I didn't want to see direct human slavery, but I thought undesirables needed to go in order to improve society. And that's eugenics. That's saying we, as a more enlightened group of people, get to decide who lives and who dies. That's what eugenics is. So I was a eugenicist. The idea that it's a tough decision, but somebody's got to make it. And these eugenicists are who own and control the governments of the world, own and control the police departments, own and control the military, own and control the banking system, own and control the education systems, so-called education systems. You you look at their ties to other orders like the Fabian Society, incremental socialism, bringing the idea of the Marxist revolution through the long march through the cultural institutions, put forward by the Frankfurt School as well. Gramsci's plan, study it, read about him. They recognize the the idea of the the workers' rebellion, you know, workers of the world unite, wasn't going to bring in communism into the world. It had been tried and it didn't work the way they had originally envisioned it. 
So they said, well, we need to take over political institutions. We need to take over educational institutions. We need to take over the media. We need to take over, you know, Hollywood and movie making. We need to take over, um, you know, military and police forces, everything. We need to especially get our point people into educational institutions like universities. Go on the Fabian Society's website. They have a whole section for women to propagate the neo-feminist nonsense. There's no link for men to do it, you know, because they're trying to sell this to women. They're out in the open about it, folks. It's it's so blatant that they're out in the open with it. Because they know that the way to destroy a society is to get the minds of women. You get their, their mind first, the men and children follow. Hitler understood this perfectly. He, he, he said it out in the open. Women don't even understand the power that they have to influence the minds of the next generations. And th- there is all the example that you really need to understand. How is the world right now? Well, it's a very good chance that largely through who they decided to breed with and the value system they decided to teach to bring to their children instead of a true nurturing value system that is based on the non-aggression principle, it's an inescapable conclusion that women have largely made the world the way that it is. You know, like it said in the movie Fight Club, we're a generation of men raised by women. Almost all single parents in the world are women. I'd say 98 to 99% of them are. Very, very few single fathers raising children. Except in the examples where women pass early. Earlier than the man. These think tanks influence cannot be overstated. And most people know nothing about any of them. How many people have studied the Club of, Club of Rome or the Fabian Society or the Tavistock Institute of Human Relations or social engineering in general or behaviorism in general? A paltry handful because they don't understand mind control and they don't understand how mind control is directed by dark occultism. It's ancient dark occultic psychology And most people just want their comfort level. And they want to say, I don't want to know about that. I want to look the other way. Because they're stuck in a satanic mindset, folks. That's where this ultimately comes from. It, co- it grows directly out of Satanism. The satanic me, me, me mindset. The mentality of, what am I going to do for me today? All day, every day. I'm not going to look at any wider dynamics going on in the world. I don't care about any of that. Me, me, me. All day, every day. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. We don't need no education. We don't need no Thoughts control No dark sarcasm in the class 
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. Continuing with what we were talking about in the last segment. You know, I I often ask the question, where are the numbers of women coming forward and speaking out against the immoral system? Uh, there, There are several. But if you look at the totality when it comes to how many people are really truth movement activists and teachers and how many women are involved in the truth movement in general, it is probably a minimum of a 10 to 1 ratio, maybe even bigger, maybe 20 to 1. It's between 10 and 20 to 1 easily, maybe larger than that. I don't know. And I mean, what does that say about the value system that most women are embracing? The vast majority. I don't want to make a blanket statement there. It shows you how deep the mind control and fear propaganda goes when it comes to the entire feminine portion of our society. Clearly, they are being targeted to love the state to insist upon the state's protection, to think that the state is necessary. And this all comes about as a result of getting the children away from the family. This is, this is what even classical feminism did very effectively. <clears throat> they didn't want women in the workforce decades ago to put them on equal playing ground with men. They wanted that so that there would be no one at home in a family dynamic so that the family would be forced to turn the children over to state-run education. And there would be no nurturing influence in the home to teach values to the child. The state would teach its values to the child. In doing that, you're also going to diminish work value by doubling workforce. You know, that that was another thing. So, you know, they, they could pay people less. And you're creating more competition within society, further pitting men and women against each other. And you're creating a lot more corporate consumers at the same time. It it had the effect, it, it worked on multiple fronts for the corporate masters. And that's all they're about doing. They're about creating the inauthentic man and the inauthentic woman whose value system is the dollar. And that's all they think about all day long from the minute they get up till they go to sleep. I'm talking about men and women here now. But I mean, you just think about, look, folks, just do this as a social experiment. I, I, here's my challenge and my homework for the week. Go and try to talk to any young woman, like a teenage girl, and just even try to see what type of a mindset that they are in. How they have been culturally conditioned, the the type of pop culture that they are involved in, exposed to, their entire mindset of how they, they talk to each other, what they talk about. Just try to put yourself around that. For a day, if you can. 
and just absorb the mentality. Because most people won't, won't do that or don't have access to do that. But you do it and you tell me you're not horrifically appalled. I'll call you a liar right to your face. I challenge people to just try to do it. And you'll see what families, so-called families, are pumping out there. Because they're just as asleep. The parents of these people, if you want to call them that, are just as asleep. I want to know why people think there aren't more women in the truth-telling world. You know, I mean, I I tried to make a list one day of you know women who are really on the right track when it comes to understanding things holistically. It's a handful. Many of them are afraid to speak too. They're afraid to come out and speak because something put in their notion that people aren't going to be willing to listen to them because they're women. I mean, it's, it's nonsense. It's a ridiculous notion. Anybody with a mindset to understand, partially understand what's going on in this world would be welcome to hear more women speak up on this, on these issues. Not only that, but get in the face of men who are ignoring these issues or who are supporting this garbage, immoral system of slavery. That's the whole problem is that women aren't up in the men's faces in their lives and saying, don't partake in this evil. I don't care what it would cost you in the way of a paycheck. You know, I don't care about whether there's going to be food on the table if you're doing something that's immoral. And it's the whole concept of a, a mob wife, you know, that stands by her man and don't, doesn't ask questions. Don't ask questions about the heads that I bust every day, honey. You know, it brings food it brings a paycheck home so we can put food on the table and clothe our children. Yeah, Rudolf Hess said the same thing running the Auschwitz camp. He was a wonderful moral man who loved his family, don't you know? These people are all garbage who think like that. Garbage. You're garbage if you're doing those immoral actions and you're garbage if you're supporting those immoral actions. And get as offended about that statement as you like. It'll never make it untrue. The problem is they got the children out of the parents' guidance. They taught the parents only to value the monetary system. And that was the total annihilation of moral values. Destroying familial dynamics. Destroying proper parenting. So-called parents who are actually just garbage immoral human beings raising so-called quote-unquote raising, they didn't raise anything, raising children with absolutely no moral values, teaching them money's the only value system to be valued. Let me tell you something, folks. Again, I don't need to go any farther than my own family. This is how my family thinks. They're not exempt from it. I was raised by immoral people with, who had really no value system. I became the person that I am in spite of that. In spite of that. Not because of it. My family didn't raise me. Strangers raised me from the dead. Strangers. In many cases, people I've never met who took the time, effort, and care, and willpower to preserve their wisdom through words in some format, in some media, and put it out there into the world because they cared about making the world better. 
Not one member of my family was responsible for raising me from a state of immorality to a state of morality. Not a one. Zero. Strangers helped me to do that. My willpower and the will of strangers did that. Who I shouldn't call strangers. They're my real family. They're my brothers and sisters in truth. I'll I'll tell folks, you know, let's make it real personal. Let me tell folks, I I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the air before, so I, I may have, but if not, here goes. My own mother said to me one day, you know, the same person who said, isn't it so wonderful? It's, whoa, it's so, such a wonderful thing. My buddy's son went into the Air Force and became an order follower, dropping bombs on people for corporate overlords and, and dark occultist overlords. It's so wonderful. This person says the same thing to me in the past. When I think about what you could have become versus what you did choose to do with your life, I'm disgusted and appalled. My own mother looked in my face and said that to me one day. Once again, I don't harbor any ill will or resentment. I, you know, I could just say that truthfully as a, as a statement. That happened, you know, because I understand how totally unconscious and dead a person like that is. Whatever, you know. But, you know, me and, me and Jay Parker often joke around and say, you know, um, She'd have probably been real happy and would have said, isn't that wonderful if you stayed with the dark occult Satanist that I was with? I could have been a senator by now, maybe, you know? (laughs) I could have been a senator getting a lot of eugenics legislation passed through, you know? And stealing from the American public. And I I, I would have patted a nice, uh, you know, bird's nest for myself. And, you know, I would have been, it would have been so wonderful. (laughs) Don't you know? You know, but again, you have to look at the level of consciousness that other people are at. Honestly, I could let that go. We'll pick this up on the other side, folks. You're listening to what on earth is happening here on RBN. Stay with us. We'll be right back for the final segment. destroys a night, night divides a day, try to run, try to hide, break on through to the other side, break on through to the other side, break on through to the other side, yeah. Folks, we have to break on through to an accurate understanding of the labyrinthine agenda that is neo-feminism that has grown directly out of globalist think tanks, mind control institutions, and ultimately from Satanism and dark occultism itself. It has led to the emasculation of men in society. I mean, there's barely a man out on the street that I see with hardly any bass in his voice anymore. You know? Who, God forbid, if it does come down to a physical shootout, you know, these are going to be the men they are going to be out there. I mean, particularly in cities, it's very, very bad. Because they're very well-behaved, emasculated animals. You know, they are well-trained and broken pets of the state 
who think that obedience to authority is a virtue. They love being part of the whole corporate structure. They think that's somehow representative of responsibility in life. You know, when nothing could be further from the truth, what you're really doing is compromising your values by taking part in that system constantly. And most people won't say, most men won't say no to that lifestyle because most women want that lifestyle. Let's just call it, face it and call it exactly as it is, folks. Because they've been groomed since the time that they were out of the womb to think of money as the main value system. And look, once again, let's bring it right back to my own family. There's not one woman in my entire family that I could speak of that doesn't think that money is the most important thing in the world. That's what most women are groomed to want. That's their value system. How many people care about truth? We did it we did an experiment where I think it was like, I can't remember the exact number, but it was like 2% of people or 3% put down that they cared about truth in life out of, you know, what things do you actually care about? Give me three things, three words that represent something you care about. And hardly anybody ever puts down truth of what they want in life. Knowledge, forget that, you know, wisdom, knowledge, forget that, you know, I want success. Me, me, me. I, I should bring into this the slides from the natural law homework results. The natural law seminar homework results because they were highly enlightening. And we should go back to that for the mindset. You know, I should do it exclusively with women and then exclusively with men and see what the breakdown is. What the difference is. Most people are conditioned from childhood to be the inauthentic being. The corporate variation of a human being, which is a golem. That's all. It's a flesh robot. You're to be inserted in the cog in the mach- as a cog in the mach- great machine of the corporate world, and you know, be productive for your master. And sadly, that's what most women want men to be. What's going on as a result of this? the neo-feminist movement going into hyperdrive is there are more men who are waking up and saying, I'm not going to be part of this anymore. You know, I've had that mentality since I was 15 years old, you know, so I stepped into the corporate workforce for a very brief amount of time. And as soon as I was shown any level of disrespect as a man, I, I quit on the spot. Because, you know, the, the people who showed me that level of disrespect are very lucky that, you know, they didn't suffer extreme physical harm through some of the things that came out of their mouth toward me. I, I, I have self-control, so I was able to restrain myself. But if they thought from that moment forward I would be doing anything else to help them, they're out of their minds, you know. I mean, I can put in an honest, good, hard day's work. I'm not a lazy person. I'm extraordinarily driven. I have willpower. I have focus. You know, but when somebody starts treating you like a slave, you got to be gone 
And it doesn't make a difference whether you have anything else. When you start becoming involved in something that's immoral and is conducive to slavery, you got to get gone from that situation. You got to extract yourself from it no matter what's going on. Otherwise, consider yourself broken and consider yourself no such thing as a real man. And that's the problem. We have too many little boys out there with no guts. They're too afraid. People will say, oh, uh, you have a situation right now where you're, you're, you're living in a house and, and you're comfortable enough. Folks, let me tell you something. I don't care what my situation would be. I would be dying, homeless, starving in the street before I went into any avenue of work that uses my body as a gear in the apparatus of slavery. You want to test that assumption? Let's put it to the test. Trust me, it wouldn't, ha- it wouldn't matter what happened to my body. So, you know, another part of this entire agenda is wedding women to the state. And the only way you can really do this is by making the state essentially favor them in many, many areas of society. And you see this through family courts. You see this through, you know, divorce. You see this through... um, all kinds of legislation that is being put into effect. And, you know, a lot of women like that because they think it's increasing their social power when in fact this is being done to completely eliminate the authentic man, the man that is strong and capable of standing up to the state. So by proxy, what ends up happening is women end up in bed by proxy with the state. I call this the unholy wedding or the unholy union of of modern women to the state. You know, and th- this comes about as as the result of the mentality of people who are in a socialist mentality that somehow the state should provide for this or that or the other thing, that it should act as a nurturer or provider. Those are the kind of women with mommy issues. The kind of women with daddy issues are the ones who want to be with the controllers, the dominators. Because they think they're going to get protection in that respect. They're the kind of women who gravitate toward, you know, the dominator type of male. The so-called alpha male. They're, they're not the real alpha male of society. The real alpha male of any society, the real alpha woman of any society, is the one who is fully conscious, conscious and aware of what's going on. That's the alpha male and female. Nothing else determines that. It isn't the, the biggest, the strongest, the, the most attractive looking. These are all misnomers. You know, that, that's, that's the concept of what people want you to think as the quote alpha being. It's, it, there's only two divides when it comes to the, the men and women in society. It's the authentic and the inauthentic. The real article, the real item, and then the proxy of the real thing. The image of the real thing. The husk of the real thing. It's an imitation. And when I'm talking about the vast overwhelming majority of women, please understand what I mean is the authentic woman. The inauthentic woman, I'm sorry. The inauthentic woman. 
And the inauthentic woman, 99.9% of the time, is attracted to and gravitates to the inauthentic corporate man. The vast majority of inauthentic women in the world who have been culturally conditioned and mind controlled since birth to value money as the only value in society are going to gravitate toward the type of men who want to prop up this slavery system. We're going to talk about many more controversial topics along these lines in coming weeks, folks. The war between the sexes waged through the mind control deliberately targeted against women. That's all the time we have for this edition, folks. Remember, there's only two mistakes you can make on the path to truth. Not starting and not going all the way. We'll see you right here next week. Thanks for listening. Good night, everyone.